good, man. I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Good, 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 man. Good, good. Okay, before we even get started, man, I see the LSU National Championship poster. <laughs> I'm already upset, you know, so we should already just let the people know who our fan, like our fandom lies. Like, who are we religious to? You already, done, you already done put it out. I already showed my card. Yeah, yeah, like you're LSU. So for me, it's Alabama. So I've been an Alabama fan for a while. I can't even remember where it started. The origin kind of goes uh, out of control sometimes. Sometimes I think I'm been a fan my whole life because I love elephants. Sometimes it started in high school because that's when you know LSU and Bama played in that uh, national championship game. Mm -hmm. So it just depends. But either way, yeah, we don't we don't like to talk about that one. No, no, no. That was a that was a rough night. I'll be honest with you. That was a rough night for y'all. Yeah, yeah, very much so. But you know what? You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. That was kind of less miles fault above anything else. Like, I, well, I think the big thing was just uh, they should have never got off the hot seat. They should have never got off the train with uh Jared Lee. Yeah. But they wanted to leave the hot hand and give it to Jefferson, and I don't think Jefferson was prepared or was who should have been leading that team. And they couldn't even get past the fifty yard line until what the third or fourth quarter. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Kind of a big deal. That's why that's why I blame less because I'm like, y'all literally yeah, kept the game in the regular season nine to six. Nobody scored. So mm -hmm. you coming into that game. You already know what's up. This is gonna be a a fight. Nobody's really gonna do anything, and it was like that for a deep the majority battle of ball. the game. You know, it was like that majority of the game. You know, so I was like, you know, because what twenty one nothing. It wasn't a big score. You know, so the same thing. So at some point, you gotta pull the quarterback out. I mean, well, you got to get the hot hand to get something going. Otherwise, you're just stagnant and you just, you're going to keep tiring out your defense and your defense ain't going to get a stop every single time either, you know? Man, like that was just, that was ugly. Like, I was like, and they tried the option. I was like, what? That's not even, that's not even LSU football. I was like, no. what is this? I was like, dude. <laughs> that's dysfunction. That's what that is. Bro, I'm like, you, you run the option. And it's two people looking at the the pitch man and the running back. So mm -hmm. where are you gonna go? As soon as you pitch it, <laughs> you're gonna get tackled. If you keep mm -hmm. it, you're gonna get tackled. Like I was like, bro, that was wild. But you know what? Believe it or not, that game changed everything for college football for what yeah. it is today. So that's my question for you. You know, after that game, like, what was your – what's your thought process on college football today? Well, you got to think a lot has changed in the last decade or so. You got to think they went from the BCS to doing a college football playoff when it's only four teams. Now you're thinking, okay, we've been doing that for almost 10 years now. Now we're thinking about expanding to what, eight or 12 teams, I think based on, like, top conference teams or conference winners, things like that. And now you're talking about NIL and you're talking about all these things. 
I, I personally don't have a problem with the playoff. I think the playoffs are a cool idea as long as you structure it right and you don't have a lot of fluke teams because I don't I don't have a problem with conference champions getting in there. But when you have a, a SEC team playing against a Mountain West or a MAC team, it's it's not going to be much to watch. And if it is, it's definitely not going to happen all the time for sure. And then uh, the thing with NIL, I don't think I have a problem with college athletes getting paid, but it, it's really taken away from the game itself to where players are like, oh, I can make all this money in college and I don't have to do all this and that. But it's like back in the day, it's like getting to go to college and play ball is a privilege, you know, and you had to work really hard to boost your draft stock to even get drafted to have a chance at the pros. Now it's just like these guys are making millions of dollars and then they're even made to the NFL. So I think it's definitely put like a damper on things for sure, but I, I haven't stopped watching yet. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like I said, um, you know, it's been shoot, a decade now. You know, a lot has changed. Like you said, um, I'll start with the BCS, you know. Uh, I like the BCS. It was simple, mm-hmm. easy. You knew what Talk would happen if you, if you lost late in the season. You was probably out, except for maybe one team ever. That was Oklahoma in, like, 2000. They lost their conference championship and got in the national championship game. But other than that, it was a simple map. You know, you knew if you won, you was going to be in the national championship game. And that's that's what I liked about it. You know, obviously, you know, sometimes you have undefeated teams, you know, like uh, a couple years, not a couple years ago, but around 2004 or five, Auburn was undefeated. But they couldn't get in, you know, for some reason. So you had three undefeated teams but you can only put two in there. So things mm-hmm. like that kind of, but they were not common, you know, like it was simple, one versus two, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, I like, I, I like now as far as the playoffs, I, I like sort of like it. I, I'm not even going to lie to you. It's, it's too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, I think when you start talking about 8 and 10, 12 teams, now you're starting to get a little too much going on. Yeah, but I'm not even even talking about the the amount of teams. I'm just talking about the committee, period. You know, it's a mixture of people who really don't like college football for real. Like, some do. They got some ADs in there. Tom Osborne, Nebraska, obviously big-time coach. You know, Tom Mm -hmm. uh, Willingham, something like that. He was a coach at Notre Dame. So they got some guys in there that know football. Just but, not enough. But it's like half. Half Oof. football guys, half business guys, like business ladies too, because some ladies in there. Like kind of Lisa Rice was in there. I was like, mm, I guess you know I guess saying? that has like, a lot to play with money and stuff too. I guess that's another reason why. Yeah, you know, and like I guess politics behind that as well, I guess, but yeah, it's just like, you know, I don't I don't like all of that. You know, it's too much into it. You know what I'm saying? Too many, too many results, too many different ways people can get in. Like just well, you gotta think LSU had two losses last year and they were in the discussion to possibly no, they were in with one loss and they were almost in the discussion. Even with two, they were almost in the discussion to maybe get in if they would have won the SEC title. That's what so, I'm I mean, saying. That's still pretty, so, yeah. You know, so it's like a lot of stuff going into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you look at LSU, right? They mm-hmm. win the West, you beat Bama, and you just, you know, you keep going, right? But 
they don't even get it because they got two losses, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at our case, we only have one loss, well, two losses. We lost to LSU. Tennessee, but, yeah. And then Tennessee, but it was only by like two points, you know, combined or something like that. It wasn't like crazy numbers, you know? Yeah, no blowout or anything. Right, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, those two losses, and then when you want to compare opponents, right? Tennessee kind of beat y'all, right? And then Tennessee got destroyed by South Carolina, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now it's just too much data going into it. You know what I'm saying? It's too many, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, too much data going, like, you you know, whatever, right? Now, fast forward to now where we got the 12 team coming, right? I think that was completely stupid. It was dumb, like, dumb anyway, right? I would have even just went to the six and had two extra teams play each other to get in or something like that. I probably, I probably that probably to be eight, yeah, and they have they have yeah. like a play in kind of, yeah, something like that, like six, eight, yeah, exactly, yeah. something simple. But twelve, you're guaranteeing teams a spot. Well, yeah, because you got to think that's that's a guarantee for Power Five conferences. And then you're looking at smaller conferences like Sunbelt, Mac, Mountain West. Uh, there's somebody else on I can't a, think of and stuff like that. Yeah, like on an at-large basis, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like there's just too much for me. You know what I'm saying? What about the player safety, you know? Players playing all these games because it's going to be mm-hmm. – it's like 15 now, right? Well, you think you got 12-game regular schedule. If you're in a bowl game and a conference t- championship, that's like 14. Yeah, so probably about 15, 16. Yeah, so, you, probably. so yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you win all your games, you're going to be 15 and up. So in a 12-team playoff, if there's that's even no – Yeah, if you're if you're like – even if you have a bye or whatever, at some point you're going to end up with maybe 16, 17 games, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just think that's too much, you know what I'm saying? And you can't rest players like that either. Exactly, exactly. So I'm thinking injuries is going to play a a big part in it, you know what I'm saying, like as we go further, you know, which is good in a sense because – well, not good, but it's good for the storyline because, say, Bama plays uh, Kent State or something, right? All right. You know, our star quarterback gets hurt or whatever. Now we have the backup, and it's almost an even game because now mm-hmm. we don't have our star quarterback, and Kent State does. So let's say Kent State wins. Now the playoffs looks pretty good, you know, but yeah, not really. You know what I'm saying? So well, it I, sucks if if your quarterbacks, like say, if your quarterbacks a projected first round pick, and you're playing all the extra games, and what happens if your guy blows out his knee? Now that guy falls two, three, four rounds, nobody wants to take a chance, you know. Now, you know. Yeah, like like Hendon Hooker, you know what I'm saying? He got mm, hurt last year. That's a good year. example. And he um and you know, he was probably gonna be because they they drafted back this year. I don't know. If he would have never got hurt, he's top three. He, yeah, you know what I'm he saying? Been I discussion think, with I think, exactly. I think he goes over. Anthony Richardson, if you ask me, I think uh, the Colts take him rather than the other way around, you know? Mm-hmm. So, 
So yeah, but lastly, your last point you made about NIL, I'm all for it. I think players should have been able to make money off their name, image, and likeness. Yeah. A long time ago. Like, who cares, right? If you want me to sign, if you want me to sign um ten thousand balls, right? And you're gonna pay me five thousand dollars for it, right? All right, cool, whatever. Then cool. I signed this, my signature. You're gonna pay me for all this, fine. Mm-hmm. I'm good. But you know, then they don't wanna let you do that. Now, you know, it's I'm like a wild, wild west scenario, you know, and everybody's kind of trying to get this and get this and get that without earning anything, you know. It's all about and it's it's pretty much the college version of NFL free agency, but without doing anything. Exactly, exactly. So my thing is, I'm all for it, but I think it should be incentive based. Yeah, yeah. You know, like maybe games played that are activated for you 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 sign your nil deal right but under these circumstances you know games started uh awards all american all conference things like that yards sacks things like that stats mm-hmm. make it incentive based but don't make it as a bargain and shit to recruit somebody. Like, oh, I'm going to give you this amount of money if you come play here. Like, at that point, they're like, oh, I already done got paid. Like, why should I even? Exactly. That's why I said, man, make it incentive-based for what you can do. You know what I'm saying? I don't even care if you renegotiate that deal if you have a year like Johnny Manziel. You know, you mm-hmm. win it in your first year or whatever. Win a Heisman. First two years, you know, you can renegotiate mm-hmm. that them terms because you outplayed that NIL deal. Mm-hmm. But I don't like I said, I don't care about that, but at least we need to legislate it to the point where we can, you know, you can be able to, you know, have rules in place that make it harder for people to use it. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. make it just make it fair. You know what I'm saying? Because the big schools is going to have more money than the little schools. That's just fair. You know, so, you know, then they have to, you know, pay this player, which takes money from maybe another sport that those are the things people don't really think about. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that that's some ideas, man. I, I Like mm-hmm. I said, we, I think college football is in a good spot because, you know, players are still going to play. You know, like I said, I love hearing stories from other reporters like these kids really aren't worried about NIL. I like hearing it because, yeah. you know, unless, you know, fans understand that, you know, these players are really coming to these schools because they want to, not because mm-hmm. they not just based on to. pockets. Yeah, see? Yep, 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 yep. So that's, that's my whole thing, man. So another question, man. So, what was your favorite era of college football? Man, that's tough. I'd probably say like the early to mid-2000s, you had a lot of air raid, a lot of spreading the ball out, the Big 12, the SEC, teams like that. You're talking about guys like Colt McCoy and freaking USC with, uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, not Carson. 
some former guy who came after Matt Liner and those guys. That era, a lot of those teams, Tim Tebow in Florida, a lot of guys like that. It was a lot of good competition, you know. And it was a lot more even compared to, like, how nowadays it's about doing a conference realignment and all, they're trying to get teams to leave and go here and there, so. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. Uh, like I said, I really liked the, I'd say the 2000, I'd say 2000 as well. Like two thousands, late nineties, things like that. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of, a lot of good players, man. You know, and you know, you had some good rivalries. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, but you know, really, I like the eighties. Be honest with you, like the eighties is like my favorite time of college football because it seemed like there was a lot of money in it. You know, mm-hmm. it was growing. These conferences was getting bigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had a whole lot of stuff. You had a lot of different conferences, too. Like, you had the mm-hmm. Big 8. Like, Big 8 wasn't the Big 12 yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you had the Southwest Conference, you know, with SMU, Texas. All of them was in there. That was the premier conference in the league. You know what I'm saying? But you still mm-hmm. had the SEC down there. You still had the ACC. You still had the Big 10. I think it's Big Ten, but Big Ten, and then you had um, the Pac-8 or whatever before they grew, you know, so you still had, like, a lot of, you know, growing to do, but Mm -hmm. before social media, it was so much stuff going on in the 80s, though, because you had Miami resurging, you know what I'm saying, coming back. You still had Notre Dame in the picture, too. Right, Notre Dame, you know, they were still in the picture. You know what I'm saying? You had uh you had all these guys everywhere, you know what I'm saying, just making a name for themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And but you had SMU cheating, like at the same yep. time that Miami is growing, <laughs> you know. Uh then you got uh what's it good? Like Ohio State's good, Michigan's good, like Brass- all of these. Nebraska, all of these storylines are going, you know, like perfectly. And then you got uh, Bobby Bowden, like secretly mm. growing Florida State, you know, at that time. Not yep. knowing that the next decade or so, that's going to be the premier program. Like, mm. you know, like so, so many different stories, you know what I'm saying? Then you got, like I said, uh, I want to say, Nick Saban growing at that time, you know what I'm saying? Being a graduate assistant, like all these people that you know now really kind of made their bones in the in the 80s, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, like I said, man, the 80s was exciting, man. So that was my favorite era. So we moving into this new age of video games, right? A lot of our favorite video games are coming back. I seen Mortal Kombat the other day. Uh, obviously, you know, we had some uh, we got some new games as far as consoles out, you know what I'm saying, making the game even more realistic. So since we're on the subject of college football, how you feel about this uh college football EA game coming out? Man, that my number one worry is it's going to be a copy and paste of Madden 
But from a lot of the guides and sources I've been watching and hearing from, uh, they're trying to make it as different as possible. It's not going to be as money driven. I think ultimate team and stuff is still going to be a thing, but they're taking the time to go to these universities and they're getting crowd sounds. They're getting the different animations. They're getting the mascots. They're getting a lot of these things updated. You got to think we haven't gotten a game since 2013. And since then, what in the last two, three years or so, you've had modders come out and they've revamped that game. And we've gotten updated jerseys, updated rosters, things like that. And obviously, it's not up to par with what we see today, but it gives people at least something to hold on to. Because, I mean, you got to think that's something that a lot of us grew up with and kind of hold in a good place in our heart, you know. So I'm really hoping that they uh, take the time. Obviously, it was supposed to come out last year, the year before, but it seems like they're trying to take their time and get it right because i mean i don't know about you but i hate when they they put out a game and it's either glitchy or they haven't fixed all the bugs or a lot of the things we're asking for aren't getting put in there but uh i'm hopeful and uh hoping for the best okay nah me too um i'm excited but i'm not i'm not i'm excited about it because i'm like okay we finally come back to where we were you know back in 20 13, 14, like that, you know. Uh, but let's be honest, it wasn't going good 2013 and 14 anyway. You know what I'm saying? It was trending, you know, it it, it wasn't like what it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's just say Yeah, that. not around like 06 and stuff like that where they were still innovating and adding on and stuff. Exactly. That's my thing. So it wasn't going good. So for me, I'm excited to have it back. But I'm still not uh, – anytime EA Sports says that they're doing something, I don't get too excited about it no more. Because don't have the highest expectations. No, not at all. For good reason. Madden is the same. It's been the same for years, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, the Frostbite engine is cool. Because the tackles are like not the same, but it's just not it's just not what it used to be. I mean, I could play mm-hmm. Madden all day, all day, franchise mode, play now, whatever, whatever mode you you play, you could play it all day because mm-hmm. it was interesting. You could go to different modes, you could go to different things. Then you had the draft classes. You could put your own mm-hmm. players on Madden, like. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could, you could import your guys from college in the Madden and do a superstar mode, too. Exactly, exactly. So if it's not interactive like that, I can't – I'm not really going to put it anything past EA Sports. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll definitely agree with you. Yeah, you know, so I, like I said, once, once I see it, like what they add, like create a team – you know, obviously create a player, you know. I, I miss creative team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, like, man. You got to have creative team. Got to. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what, you know, everybody want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Your favorite school and your hometown, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of playing the game. Like, at least that's when it was really good. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I just hope, uh, like I said, I just hope that they get it right and they listen to the fans, you know, rather than just, you know, rather than just, you know, putting something out. 
I said, you gotta if you're gonna do it, you gotta put the playoffs in there. You got you gotta have dynasty oh, mode they didn't interactive. You can't yeah. just have it just to have it. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, you mentioned the uh, ultimate team. I wouldn't even have that nowhere near. I've never been the biggest fan. It, it's it's something like I think when it first came out, I was like, okay, cool, it's something different. But obviously it kind of played into a lot of other games having microtransactions and stuff. It took away from the game itself. Like it just became exactly. just like a, a ploy to get EA money, pretty much. Exactly. So I, I like I said, I don't even want it even close to the game. Cause it's like they spend more time, you know, with uh mud team than they do on franchise mode. There's no reason why Madden should have the same creative teams on there that they have like like if you ever play Madden and you relocate your teams, right? There's no reason why it should be the same teams that you had like five years ago. You know what I'm saying? So that's my biggest thing, man. I just hope they do it right by the fans this time. Listen to us all. So this last segment, man, last segment is the most important segment of the day. The top five quarterbacks in college football history. It's tough. I know. It's tough. It's a tough one. Are we going? I got to ask. Are we going off of as a full body of work or like, cause you know, some of these guys, they have like a season or two where they really like put everything together or are we just talking about just everything, I guess. Everything because okay. you know, people like Cam Newton one year, but he's still top dog. Then you got people like Tebow who got three, four years, still top dog. You know what I'm saying? Even if you call it one year, it don't even matter. You're still a top dog because you got it, you know. So, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's a tough question, but it's the most important question. Because you're trying to be considerate and try to get all like arrows, but I feel like over time, like the quarterback position has gotten a lot better, especially like in the last twenty years or so. So I don't yeah. want to discount guys from the 70s, 80s, 90s, but at the same time, it's kind of like, man, like there's a lot of guys you don't want to discount out of that. I mean, but yeah, we look at the like 60s, 70s and stuff like that. Like that's the game was a lot different. But yeah, they weren't the quarterback wasn't the thing that drove the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All you had to do sure. was make sure you didn't lose the game for us. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So many running backs came out of the 70s, man. Like because why? That quarterback just handed them the ball and didn't mess it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like I say, I, I just think, I think, yeah, having some 70 guys on your list is considerate, but you have to understand that those guys weren't as important to their team. The game was a lot maybe, different, too. Yeah, they weren't as that important to people thought, you know what I'm saying? Unless you mm-hmm. ran, like, a triple option or something. And yeah. you're in a triple option, your quarterback's important. Because if he can't pitch, you ain't winning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's tough. So I feel like. Then you got to be in order. Like one, just like. Your time yeah, just. Time yeah. Order. Oh, that's that's a whole, that's almost impossible to do right there. Yeah. Uh, 
I think you got to put Tebow on top of just consistency, knows how to win, knows how to get his team together, knows how to rally the troops. You got to put Joe Burrow top five. I don't think yeah. anybody's had that quick of a turnaround ever. Mm-mm. I ain't even, even going to lie to you. I don't even like him, but he was bad. He was bad. I can't Coach even Jason. lie. Can't even lie to you. I feel like if he would have had more time, I would have said Johnny Football. Because of the stuff that guy could do. It's just you played in a really loaded conference and a really hard time. Everybody was really good. It took that it time. by storm, man. Well, you're not going to Georgia, LSU, Alabama, guys like that, and just making it look flawless. Yeah, he, he clown. I ain't even going <sighs> to lie to you. He clown. <laughs> I hate oh. that little dude, man. I hate him. Like, man, he just like, you haven't wrapped up. Nope, he's getting out and he's slinging it. Yeah, like, dude, you beat us. You beat us in yeah, I, I say this. Everybody but Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. Dwayne Haskins was like my favorite dude. That's a that's a dude. He balled out, man. He had 50 touchdowns, man. That, man, he was my favorite dude. I thought he was gonna be the the I thought he was gonna be good in uh in NFL. Just didn't transition, that's all. And he probably didn't get put in a good situation going to Washington either. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Man, that's really hard, dude. That's a really hard question. I know, man. I know. Honestly, I'm just going to throw a name out there. I'll throw Matt Leinart out there. Okay. Nah. With, with that high pitched offense with Bush. He got, two, mean, he got two natties, too. And a Heisman. Mm-hmm. So, two natties and a Heisman. I can't think of a fifth one, man. That's that's a real tight race. Man, there's even throw anybody in there. Anybody. Mm. Just don't throw no Bama quarterbacks in there. No, that wasn't intended at all. Don't throw no (laughs) Bama quarterbacks in there, man. Because before before we got all these dudes that know how to throw, AJ McCarron's not on the list. <laughs> no, he, he was a, a good system quarterback. Yeah, don't grow Greg McElroy in there. None of them. I'll, I'll go Vince Young. Let's, let's throw Vince Young in there. I'll admit that he, he ain't no top five quarterback. <laughs> we'll put Vince Young in five. Wow, that's exactly what I was hoping you would go with. I'll hope you go with him. All right. Nah, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. I like that. All right. So my top five is uh I'ma go five. I'ma go Joe Burrow. I'm gonna go Joe Burrow five. I can't even lie. Like he clown, man. I don't even I don't even know how many touchdowns he had, but seemed like he was just throwing them just because. <laughs> You know, just because. It's like, I can do it. Let's just do it. 
Yeah, I don't need it, it helps when you get two first round pick receivers too. I mean, and a first round running back and a third round tight end. And you got a really good offensive line. Terrence, Terrence Marshall went third round and he ain't even finished the season the next year. So mm-hmm. that lets you know how good that team was, man. So and we ain't starting on defense. Defense was clowning. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't even I ain't even gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Being a Ravens fan, I love you, Patrick Queen. But we're talking quarterback. We're talking quarterback. <laughs> so, all right, Joe Burrow's five for me. Uh, four. I go. I go. Danny Warford. Yeah, that's a good one. I I didn't think about that one. Danny Warford four. I, I like what he did in his Heisman year too. His, all his years for real, he was absolutely. Clowning, man, clowning. I mean, that offense was quick, fast. I mean, shoot, how many games in his Heisman year did he actually play in the fourth quarter? Like, those games was over with. <laughs> it was over quick. 40, a bunch of games. Like, they was clowning the SEC. Didn't nobody, didn't nobody stop him? Nobody. Tennessee mm-hmm. with Peyton Manning? Nope. You know nah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, not even there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, let me see. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Danny Warfel in four. Uh, three, I like, I like Vince Young, man. Vince Young clown. I do. Like Vince Young, he really, really clown, man. Um, I mean, you can't, you can't say nothing about Vince Young. That ain't been said already, man. I mean, you lead your team. You know, I think they went to the Rose Bowl the year before, and then the Rose Bowl was the championship game again, you know, mm-hmm. next year. So, you know, you got that under your belt. Then you single-handedly beat the greatest team to ever play, you know, USC that year. You know, everybody was like, you you know, they're going to win. they better than teams in the 50s. they better than teams in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Some of the best teams ever. Mm-hmm. 92, 92 Bama. They talking about they better than them. And I'm like, I don't know about that one. That team is loaded. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Then they talk about they better than um uh, they better than the Seminoles, you know, in the 90s. They, mm-hmm. they better than 2001 Hurricanes, which is my best, my favorite team ever. Like, regardless of what you're talking about, star power, defense, whatever you want to call it, that's my favorite team. So, for Vince Young to beat that team, they'll put him on, on the list of, uh, of, you know. Legend. Yeah, legend, man. Like, like yeah. So, he's three for sure. Number two, uh, I got to go Tebow. I got Tebow. Uh, Tebow, man, Tebow was that dude, man. Like, I can't even, can't stress nothing about Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow did it all, man. He was a Heisman winner. He was a sophomore, I think. Yeah, the first sophomore, man. The first guy, 2020 club, 20 touchdown passing, 20 rushing. Like, my dude is off the chain. Um, Master the jump pass. Man, look. <laughs> I mean, but like it's like having a third running back in your, in your backfield. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you could run option. You could pass off of that, you could do it all, man. Like, I, man, 
I like I, I like me some Tebow, man. Then, like you say, he's a leader. He's a uh, he's everything everything you wanted. You know what I'm saying? Everything you wanted in a everything you wanted in a in a quarterback, man. Like leader, great athlete. You know what I'm saying? And people don't understand how important he was to Bama being so good right now. People don't understand mm. that. They don't understand how important his recruitment was to Florida. Because if he goes to Bama, Nick Saban doesn't go there. Because the year, his year that he would have been there, they would have won a bunch of games just because he's there. The coach wouldn't have got fired because he had a nice quarterback coming. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, him not coming to Bama, allow Greg McElroy to come there, which kind of just gave us the simple quarterback we needed. The guy that wasn't going to mess up the game. You know what I'm saying? Just a guy that can keep everything even keel. Exactly. So it it, it allowed everything to kind of flow. You know what I'm saying? After that. So I said, then uh, number one, it's tough, man. It's a tough one. I back myself into a corner. I'm tough. A little bit. A little bit, I'm definitely. But number one, the number one quarterback for me, if I had to pick one, um, uh, I'm thinking so many, bro. <laughs> so many good quarterbacks, so man. I'm telling you, man. I'll go with. I'm gonna say RG3. I'm like, oh, that's another good one. Yeah, but not number one. He ain't do enough. No, I don't think he's five. He might be top 10, 15. Yeah, there. definitely top 10. Uh, number one. I want somebody. I want somebody that's won a lot and got a lot of yards, too. Mm hmm. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, well, I'm prepared for one. <laughs> number one, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, who's his name, bro? Dude from no dude from Nebraska, um Armstrong. Oh yeah. I'ma go with hey. it. uh Tommy Armstrong yeah. from uh, Nebraska. That's gonna be my number one quarterback if I had to pick one. Because my man did it all, man. He was an orchestrator of a triple option, man, and he could do it all. He could do everything, he could pass, he could run. He was fast, man. Like the show he put on in that championship game against Florida was wild, man. He got one of the craziest runs I think I've ever seen. Like he was like, like eight guys grabbing him, and he still broke free, you know. So definitely, definitely Tommy Armstrong. I like him a lot. Now honorable mention, honorable mention, I I say Cam Newton was definitely gonna be on the list. Um. I would have put one of those Houston quarterbacks on there, uh, Andre Ware. 
on there, RG3. Baker Mayfield, too. I would have put him up. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll put him on there. Andrew Luck was good. He was good. Yeah, he didn't get it. Just didn't get a whole lot accomplished besides, I think, maybe winning the conference, I think. Maybe yeah, a Rose Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but pure passing, he was good. Oh, Marino, Dan Marino was cold at, at Pitt. He was cold mm-hmm. at Pitt. Uh, shoot. Uh, Roger Starback, even though that's like old school Navy, he was clowning. Oh, he was clowning that Navy. Uh, let me see. You got Joe Theismann at uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> Every time I think of him, I think of that injury. Yeah, <laughs> right. But before that, he was a bad dude. <laughs> he was mm. a bad dude. Uh, I mean, he threw Michael Vick in there, too. Michael Vick was definitely revolutionary of Virginia Tech. Took them to the national championship game uh, against Florida State. So, yeah, a lot of dudes, man. A lot of dudes, man. I mean, you throw in uh, Jalen Hurts in there. Two different schools. You know what I'm saying? Take them to the playoffs. Uh, then you got Trevor Lawrence. I'll throw him in. Yeah, I'm not as high on Trevor as some people. I'm starting to come around to him a bit more now. But I think I think when they lost that title game, I think that kind of humbled him a lot, and he had to realize like, hey, dude, like I'm not all I'm not always gonna be number one, you know. Well, uh, look, I enjoyed I enjoyed him. You know, I, I didn't like him because he destroyed us in uh, San Francisco. <laughs> but uh, I was like, man, this dude is nice, man. Dude is nice. He's tall. Like, I was like, bruh, <laughs> like, how are we going to sack this dude? He's too tall. And he runs fast, too. He make any throw. Like, he was just really, really good. Mm. You know? But I say he only lost three full games. His whole career? In college, yeah, I think. Yeah, like three or four games. So, you know what I'm saying? It's up there with Danny Warfel, man. Danny Warfel didn't lose that many. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, uh, what's his name? A.J. McCarron didn't lose that much. You know what I'm saying? But wasn't, you know, that guy. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah. But I, 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 like, I like Trevor Lawrence, though. I, I think Clemson is a uh, – Clemson is in a in a weird spot right now, in a weird spot. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because the world around them in that conference is changing, whether it be conference alignment, whatever. But not even looking at that, uh, looking at the teams in a conference that's getting better, mm-hmm. like on the hush, like they're getting better. Not Way saying. Wake Forest, like although they lost the they, quarterback, but they at the, the bottom of, of that list though. Like Wake Forest, if Hart, but good. if Hartman stays, if Hartman would have stayed and not went to Notre Dame, I would have said they got they're a dark horse, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, but they not even, but they not even at the top. I'm talking about people like, yeah, like Miami, Miami, Florida State. You know what I'm saying? I would have like, said no. NC State, but they lost their quarterback too. Right, 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 right. But they always a threat because they run that wide open offense, and mm-hmm. you can you can score points on somebody. You can beat anybody. That's the team. Like when you when you playing these you know these FCS schools with these wide open offenses, those are teams that I know can win those games where they playing uh, 
FBS schools, you know, mm -hmm. like because they can score points. Like that's not nothing new to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You come out there sleepwalking for that 11 a.m. game, you'd be down 24. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to be down 24 to a team like that because they're going to keep scoring because that's what they do. They don't have you know nothing to lose. Right. They don't have nothing to lose. And they're going to keep being aggressive. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think it. So what's the what's team you you looking at this year that nobody really talked about? Mississippi State. Okay. Okay. Will Rogers is probably the most underrated quarterback in the country. Duke can sling it, do everything. I mean, obviously in a really loaded conference, but I think they're obviously it sucks because Mike Leach, but I think they still have a really good team. And they probably will have one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the conference. No, 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 no. I, I like that. I like Will Rogers too. I like him a lot. I like him. You know, I just hope they keep some of uh, Mike Leach's uh, concepts. Keep it air raid because mm. if you keep it air raid, you can constantly keep that uh that that program afloat, you know. Mm -hmm. Because quarterbacks are gonna want to come there, you know. You can get a good guy later in the recruiting cycle that you never really thought would be nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. Transfer portal, which is you know something we'll get in on the next episode, because uh, mm -hmm. that's that's something in and of itself. But I think. I think people are sleeping on Oregon, man. Yeah, because Bo Nix is coming back for his senior year. Yeah, And man. everybody keeps and, thinking and, about how they got blown out by Georgia that first game. Right. But after that, they was good, man. They was pretty spotless, you know. I think Oregon might be the favorite in, uh, in the Pac-12 this year. You, you know, know, another sleeper in that conference, though? Washington. Well, Michael Penix coming back? Yeah, Michael Penix is nice. I like him. They're going to be competing Michael, with them. They're going to be. Well, shoot, if we throwing sleepers out there, what about um, Washington State? My boy Cam Ward over there. Man, if you're talking about sleepers, we might as well talk about Oregon State. Right, they got DJ. Yep. Yep, yep, mm -hmm. yep, 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 man. Yeah, that's true, man. I ain't even sleeping, man. You know, we want to talk another sleeper, UCLA, man. But Chip Kelly over there. They want I just, a lot I'm, of not, I'm never sold on them. Like, I don't know. Like, they, they perform really well, like, when you don't expect it. But I feel like when you really expect, okay, they're going to come out and really get it done, like, they don't. But I think they'll perform well when they move to the Big Ten, though. I think they'll transition well, and USC probably will as well, you know. Yeah. I said we we get in the conference realignment on the next episode because that that mm -hmm. the transfer portal are two big issues, man. I have with college football right now, but mm -hmm. like I said, man, we talking like we finish up with the SEC, man. So what you think about the SEC this year, man? I think everybody's kind of aiming for Georgia. You know what I'm saying? That's that's everybody's top dog right now. Yeah. So they they feeling themselves back to back championships. Um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, I don't think uh, if they let Bama in there, I don't think uh, they would have won. I think we, I think we had them. I, I think, I think this I think year, I think y'all have a better game. team than them. Y'all have a better team than them. They don't even know who their quarterback is yet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, like, shoot, well, shoot, we don't either. <laughs> well, yeah, 
<laughs> I, think, I think if you're looking at it, if I'm just going to make a quick thing, I'd probably say out of the West, it's between LSU and Bama. It's going to be one of those two teams, in my opinion. And if you're looking at the East, I see. I think South Carolina's a dark horse, but I think it's probably going to be between Georgia and Tennessee. Yeah, I think I, I like I think Tennessee lost their quarterback, but I think they still have a good head coach. I think they're going to retain a lot of good guys. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I think. If uh, if Milton can um, if Milton can throw with accuracy as far as he can throw, yeah, we, there's going to be some some highlights next season because mm-hmm. Hendon Hooker could throw, but he couldn't he couldn't air it out like this dude. He ain't have a cannon like that. So mm-hmm. Duke can remotely hit the, the side of the boat. This is mm-hmm. gonna be good. So if I had to have a sleeper team, I'd say I'd say Kentucky, man. I think nobody's really looking at Kentucky. They always creeping around. Like they always creep around. Like they don't nobody talk about them. I mean, they got they a just, quarterback. Yeah, see? They got a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? But and they they you know uh their coach uh, Stoops I think Stoops so he's mm. a defensive guy so they always creeping man like they creeping like I I like I like them to do it out the uh, out the east you know but I, I mm. like uh, like I said man this might be the one year where Mizzou might actually finish at the bottom dude. I don't know, dude. I think they're gonna surprise people because I think Missouri Man, always. I, I'm so. I don't think they're gonna I, win I, everything, but I'm I think so, they'll be better than Vanderbilt. Man, I'm so mad. I'm like, bro, I don't even know what. That's my other team because that's like my home team. You know what I'm saying? So I'm from St. Louis, but like, I, I usually every year I kind of okay. We'll get to eight wins. We get to eight wins. That'll be. Like my my top thing. If we go past eight minutes, mm-hmm. it's a great season for me. You know what I'm saying? But I don't really know what identity we have, man. I mean, we got the 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 five star guy who's real good, uh Bodden or Bolden, something like that, number three. He like really good. But like after that, I don't know who else we got. You know what I'm saying? Usually we have these. When we first got to the SEC, we had some really good defensive line. Like that was our yeah. kind of our calling card. Like we could get yeah. after the passer. You know what I'm saying? Like you was gonna have a long day. You ain't stopping the ends. <laughs> not so, so much on the offense. No, nah, not offense. They had a well, decent actually, offense you know in the nah, Big Twelve. Nah, that's, but... not, that's not that's not really true. Because when we got when we got to the SEC, we still had some of the Big Twelve offensive stuff we had. So I think Gabbert was still there at that point too, huh? Uh, Gabbert was Missouri, correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was, but I'm not sure if he left before we came to the SEC or after. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact we still had a lot of uh, we still had a lot of Big Twelve action, man, and mm-hmm. it surprised a lot of teams, which is why we won two SEC East championships when mm-hmm. we first got in there, because it surprised a few teams because they weren't ready for that. Not them mm-hmm. basketball players playing football. They wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had them big old slow linemen and stuff like that. And then wide receivers and running backs we had were just running past people. Now, when you out physical us at that time, yeah, we lost whatever. But 
you know, like obviously when you go to uh, Auburn, the first SEC championship they was in, and then you play against uh, Bama in the second one. So those teams are already physical, right? Mm-hmm. But Auburn, we gave them a good game. We gave them a real good game. That was back and forth. Now, Bama wasn't more than that close, but what, what can you really say? I, I mean, that was that was a that was an ugly game, but it was mm. still not, it was still exciting. We scored some points. They didn't beat us like they thought they were. You know yeah, I think the idea of them just being there was probably enough. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because that's two, you know, that's two SEC East championships in a row. You know that nobody's that a lot of people don't remember. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, dude, we came in smoking, <laughs> like. You can't come in a new conference like that. Not nowadays. Well, I'm telling you, dude. Like they was balling. That was a good time, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we still have some holdovers from the Big 12, man. Because we had balled in the Big 12 before then. Like, shoot, mm-hmm. we about to 07. Like when 07 came around, we were supposed to be in the national championship game. That's when they had Chase Daniel. Yep, we were supposed to be in the national championship game. It was supposed to be us. In West Virginia. And then that last weekend of season, we just decided to drop the ball. Lost to Oklahoma. And then West Virginia lost to Pitt that night. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo, this season is crazy. Ain't no way. And then the next day, we put LSU and Ohio State in the championship game. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I'm like, all right, shoot. But that was a good season, though. But like I said, man, this is uh we'll close it out right here, man. Um episode one, man. Football mindset, football mind frame. We're gonna get this title together. Don't worry. About there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but episode one, um, thank you, bro, for you know joining me today. Let's keep this Appreciate going. It. And we're gonna have some fun, man. Sounds good, brother. All right, later. Later.